It's spoiler in time, my friends. This is the show where we take all the hard work from Cord Killers and figure out what shows to watch and talk about them and spoil what we thought about them. So if you haven't watched them and you don't want to know, well, you might want to stop right now. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Yeah, most importantly, uh, you know, I, I had an epiphany that what's mm. so hard about doing production? Uh, we'll find out in this episode of Spoiler in Time. <laughs> yes, if you uh, if you are in the habit of, of watching or listening to Cord Killers and immediately going into Spoiler in Time, you may wonder, like, wait, wait Tom wasn't on Cord Killers. Uh, we we are watching. We are doing Spoiler in Time a day late. Uh, not just so I could be on it, but because uh, we we had some other stuff going on. Uh, but it gives us a chance to really talk over all of these shows, including the finale of Picard, Season 3, Episode 10, Ted Lasso, Season 3, Episode 6, and Succession, Season 4, Episode 5. Uh, Brian, shall we start with Succession? Uh, yes, we... Uh, you know what? Yeah, let, let's just talk about Succession. <laughs> The, the other part of this is that Bryce isn't here, so Brian is running all of the buttons. Poorly. <laughs> we, we could start somewhere else if you want. No, 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 no. Uh, wherever you want. <laughs> Take the lead, my friend. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk about Succession, Season 4, Episode 5. Uh, I felt that the marriage of writing and acting, uh, or execution on that writing was the highlight of this episode for me the the subtle passive aggressiveness the the ballet dance of words that everyone was using to pretend like they're having a a you know level-headed financial negotiation uh while pursuing their own emotional things i, I really stood out to me as well done they they did a pretty good fake out where you know they one thing Succession is good about is stripping away everything that is in the weeds and only giving you the core story, up to and including the very, I think, fairly clumsily handled drawing on a piece of paper, 144, that's our number to win or whatever. And as a result, as a viewer, even though we don't know any of the details of stuff, uh, uh, we know that $144 billion is what they want. We know that um, the, the the Fox News analog is off limits. And the first thing the guy does is offer 184, but also I want the Fox News analog. And so it's just complicated enough that we all follow it. We understand that there are gray beards and all that stuff. Um, I like how subtle, first of all, there's very little subtle in succession, mm. but I like how understated in succession it was that uh, Shiv, number one, feels marginalized, feels pushed to the outside, and that would make sense that she would essentially become an agent for, uh, is it Gojo, the the company or yeah, whatever the yeah. guy? Uh, for Guard's company, yeah. Right, exactly. So by the end, he's saying things like, send me pictures of their faces and all that stuff, and she willingly complies, uh, even though... Uh, it's it's curious because they're being overpaid to an astonishing amount, but they have to bury their dad's legacy. They have to chop up their dad for parts. And there's this back and forth push pull of, I mean, we all know they're terrible people, but are they this terrible question mark? Well, I, I found it. So there's the little things where you, you hear people saying things that on paper, uh, are entirely inoffensive and 
when they say them, their body language, their tone turns them into weapons. That's so fun about this. Now you take that tool and you put it in, into all of those situations that you just described. Uh, and it just becomes a delicious cake of, you know, this, this sort of, uh, we don't need Shiv to tell us that she's feeling left out. Uh, we don't need Shiv to even uh, tell the brothers that she's feeling left out because she's just going to take matters into her own hands. And it set up this lovely thing going back to that 144 number where you hear the graybeards say, uh, well, you know, sometimes if you're not prepared for hardballs, uh, you, you'll, 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 you, you, you may, you may run into problems. You know, it's not always that simple. And, and you hear Kendall like, nope, it's one, four, four. And if it's not one, four, four, then, then we're going to be disappointed. And like you said, he goes in and he gets well above one, four, four. The graybeards are ecstatic. They're like, Hey, we won. This is great. Uh, and Kendall doesn't follow his own advice. It's like, Oh, but, but. I I want to win this battle of wills with Alexander Skarsgård. I, I I don't want to just be above one four four. I want to bend him to my will. Uh, you have Roman, who we've been building up as being more emotionally upset uh, about losing his dad, emotionally tied to ATN because that was his dad's baby. Uh, and then you have you, you as we meant just mentioned, you you have Shiv shiving them. <laughs> well, and and there is that wonderful moment where. Um, uh, Shiv's, you know, possible new boyfriend says, send me pictures of their faces. Um, uh, and at first, you know, we see a picture of, of Kendall and, 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 uh, 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 Roman, but, but then there's that implication that no, 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 those aren't the faces that I want to see because all of the gray beards get eviscerated. They're all on the kill list. They're all getting fired and getting mm -hmm. told to GTFO. Um, yeah. uh, with the exception of Tom and Greg, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, it, the implication, again, there's so much, so much unsaid in this episode. The implication is that Shiv protected Tom, uh, you know, because well, I guess it wasn't even implied. She even said something about him. Well, and, uh, and also we have a very clear overture from Shiv, you know, asking Tom out to dinner, like, Shiv sees, yeah, like, she, she, she mentions sees that she's Tom. being pushed away and she realizes, oh my gosh, if I reconcile with Tom, then we'll be unstoppable because Kendall is a mess up. Roman is a mess mm -hmm. up. If yeah. I'm, if, if I'm the one in a healthy relationship and, and, and Tom is the Machiavellian prince that he seems to be, yeah. th then we win everything. I, I hadn't thought about it till now, but there wasn't there a line where she's kind of making fun of him for being like, oh, well, yes. you'll just kind of throw yourself in front of whoever has power. Uh, and I hadn't thought about like, oh, that that's when the light bulb goes on in Shiv's head, right? It's like, ah, he could throw himself in front of me. In fact, I have more ways of manipulating him than most to bend him to my will and make him useful. I I I don't know and 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 i mean le legitimately i don't know mm -hmm. whether or not she's playing tom as a pawn or recognizes that tom has despite being cast out continued to make himself very very powerful and versatile as a weapon and yeah. and this may be a true a true rejoining a, a, a true wedding i like, think both of those things can be true too yeah like it could be a little of both yeah
Uh, uh, although, I don't know either. You know, there was some snarky like, uh, well, he's got broad shoulders. I used to think you had broad shoulders, but you look weak and wilty or whatever. Yeah, maybe is that just another way of like controlling him? You or, know? or or maybe in a weird way, an invitation to yeah. What if you weren't weak and wilty? What if show what me if your high? Make your shoulders a little broader. Why don't you? I mean, at this although point, I wasn't, I I didn't think she was talking about shoulders to be honest. Oh, whatever it is. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 there's some kind of gamesmanship, and that's the beauty of the show is you don't know how much of it we're even meant to understand how much of it is inside jokes and we're just on the outside. Um, I will say production value. Uh, hey man, uh, it was nice to be in a place that wasn't a beach environment. Uh, I rather enjoyed just seeing, you know, hanging out on cliffs and fjords and seeing God. I know you don't always watch the, uh, the, the post interview, the post show interviews where they, they talk to the cast. Did you watch this one? Not in this one. Yeah. So they talked to Karen Culkin uh, and he said he was so being Roman and, and, and psyching himself up to be, have that emotional speech uh, to Alexander, what, oh, Lucas, to, to Lucas, to Matson. He was psyching himself up that he didn't look around. And so they got back down the mountain from having that, that big blow up where he, he rips Matson apart and everyone's talking about how beautiful it was. And he's like, Oh, really? So he went back up when he, when, he, when he wasn't acting so he could actually look around uh, and appreciate it. Well, and, and uh, this is a case of Succession has pulled off something very, very clever, which is it's clear that it looks like uh, uh, Team Roy won, but also it's clear that they didn't win. And no. I don't know how or why. I don't know what the poison yeah. pill is. Like I well, know, so I, I, know levels, they're, right? I know they're screwed, but I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Well, because on on the very basic level, they're screwed in that he was making them an offer they literally cannot legally refuse, right? That would it would be malfeasance with the board at that point. For them to uh, not accept it, yeah. Exactly. So he makes such a big offer based on Shiv, like give them more money and they'll be, you know, they won't be able to turn it away. Uh they 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 F themselves that way. But I think you're right. I, I think it, it's that is not the only bomb that's going to go off. Yeah. It was basically a uh, press release for surprise incoming one, two, three episodes. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. And then you have the whole thing with um, their, who is the press relations person? A A Abby or. Um, the, oh, they're, they're, uh, the, the weird thing. Oh, okay. They, they did. The one that Shiv says, don't fire her. She's got too much on you. <laughs> uh, by too much. She means too much of your literal blood <laughs> like I don't, literal I don't, I don't know when you decided to start sending her dna by the leader but <laughs> ebba ebba is her name yeah yeah uh that that's a wild outside vector that uh i mean clearly that we're not could meant just to be know meant the whole to, story well it could just be meant to show matt how unhinged and manipulable matson is right which, which maybe shiv picked up on which is yes. why she's playing his game for now that would be enough but the fact that they made a point of keeping carolina who is uh, the equivalent of ebba uh you know what so much Royco. the equivalent that i was a little bit confused 
Is that the same person? Question. Carolina mark? <laughs> is is the one from Waystar Royco. Right. Uh, Ebba is the uh, Scandinavian but, but version. It is. Of it is not an accident that the two of them yep. have the same hair color, the same haircut, uh -huh, the same uh -huh. frame, the same. So I'm pretty skin sure tone. that's gonna that's gonna come down the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. No, it was a solid, solid episode. Um, so solid is a good way to put it where it's like, I, you know, I, I didn't know how much I wanted out of it. Uh, I saw a couple of headlines saying this is why everybody hates Greg, but I didn't see anything more Greg than usual from, I mean, Greg. it was pretty, it was an awkward scene and yeah. I think he's he, <laughs> Greg is the, the Peter principal embodied. So he, he fails upward, uh, and he's the only mistake he might be making is turning away from Tom to Kendall at a point when Tom might be on the ascendancy. Uh, but it's knowing Greg very easy for him to turn away from Kendall right back to Tom. Like that, that's just what he does. Uh, one last thing they did imply that, uh, who oh boy did Connor mess something up with Logan Roy's funeral. And I suspect we'll find out exactly yeah. what next. I can't episode. tell if that's just comic relief of putting Logan in a kilt, uh, or, or if it's going to be worse. I mean, I, well, they, they teed it up and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Connor said, I'm going to need, you know, full permission to do whatever I want. And then uh -huh. it's very clear when Roman sees the messages that he's like, you know, very upset. But, but again, they do that wonderful trick of, of like, this is the worst thing ever. It's fine. It's fine. You know? Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah. you don't know which of those two things to believe. Right. Is he just upset because it's pictures of his dead dad? Right. Or I, I, is I'm, it... I'm going to bet that there's an upskirt photo yeah. of, yeah. of a deceased yeah. Logan Roy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a good image to leave everyone with, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts on succession? No, we say, okay. uh, I, I, I mean, again, how, how do we come down from the power of, of the uh, Logan Roy dying episode? Uh, mm. We'll see. All right. That is succession season four, episode five. <laughs> <laughs>